From WGCU News, I'm Amy Tardiff. In this week's StoryCorps, 17-year-old Lisa Gitau interviews her father, Martin Indungu, about his upbringing in Kenya, his passion for his work transporting the medically disabled in southwest Florida, his proudest moments, and his dreams for the future. Never give up. It's so simple, but I think the simplicity of it is what most of us miss knowing how to be tenacious and persistent at whatever it is that you believe in. Can you tell me a little bit about where you grew up and, like, the time period and what it was like? So cool. I'm African, born in Africa, Kenya. I'm a city boy, so I was raised in Nairobi. It's an extremely beautiful city with all sorts of kind of experiences from the way it smells, the way it looks in the morning, (laughs) in the evening, the people in the streets. Like, we're talking about hordes of people. And, like, America, where you see more cars than people... In Africa, in Nairobi, really, it's more people than cars. It's just amazing to stand somewhere in the middle of the street and and see people of so many different uh, colors, so many cultures, speaking so many multiple languages. That noise, it helps thrive. So, How do you identify yourself, like your your characteristics of who you are as a person? Driven about relationships. Uh, I'm driven about... A good life. Uh, I'm driven about bringing change into the world. I'm driven about being an agent of hope. Tell me a little bit about when you were going to school. Like, what type of student were you? Did you do crazy things? Did you get suspended? High school, I went to this weird boarding school. Like, I tell people we had one diet. Like, when I say one, I mean one meal. Like, it was in Kikuyu, it's called Gider, which is beans and maize put together boiled. Uh, they take onions and a little bit of oil and they mix it and and you got a meal. That's what we ate, lunch, dinner, every day. And then we had these classes where there was no windows. There was a hole that was supposed to be a window, but there was no window. And then we did not have electricity. We used pressure lamps. And they smelled like kerosene. And, and I have fond memories of how much we, as boys in a boarding school, we enjoyed life. Like, I remember Friday nights we had this dance just for boys. It was awesome. I enjoyed, although it was such a miserable environment, we made the best of it. And, and because most of us came from really poor background, we didn't even notice the difference of a classroom without windows or not having electricity. That was better than what we left back home. So I didn't care for classes. I only cared for my English class because I had a thing for my English teacher, Miss Madonna. She was gorgeous. Oh, um, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that was the only class that I really looked forward to. School was hard. I knew it was important because coming from a poor background. I went to school as a formality uh, from fear, from lack of options, but I also did something I enjoyed doing, which was made transactions. I made deals. I made money. I I got things for people, cigarettes. I I sold anything to make a buck. Was I the best student? No. I, I struggled through school, but I graduated. What advice or words of wisdom would you give to future generations? Slow down. See what's around you. Touch, feel, smell, dream. Love others, be forgiving, cry when you need to, laugh, dance, do the things that you're scared of. Don't let life go by without really doing the things that you believe in, that you wanted to test, you wanted to try. But the biggest of them all, never fear to fail. Tomorrow is always a brighter day. What do you currently do as a living? I uh, run my own business, uh, non-emergency medical transportation. Each and every person we touch every day, they have a story to tell. Uh, We want them to tell their story. So has anybody that you've transported in the past or you've met over the past couple years, have they taught you something that just, like, blew your mind or just something you'd never thought about before? 
there's a few that stands out. When, when you have an opportunity to sit with somebody who is 102 years old and then they look back in life and say, you know, I have had written nine books. Like, wow, I have an author with me. And then you're like, that's crazy. You, you take them to where they live and then you look at their living space and they have one pair of shoes and three jackets and maybe two T-shirts and a tattered pair of pants. And you wondered how is it that they touched others, yet life has reduced them to these small four walls. The opportunity to transport these people allows me to see how life can quickly reduce you to mediocrity, although you may have achieved so much in life. And it allows me the opportunity to realize that it's not the things that we crave for or work for or go after every day that are important, but the relationships we build every day as we do what we do. Like, that is the most important thing because there is nothing as beautiful as to see an 80-year-old, 90-year-old who's got family around him. We meet a lot of sick, miserable people who have nobody around them, and it's so painful to see. But that one time you get the opportunity to transport somebody who's got a family around them. It is the most beautiful thing. Any proud moments in your life? Yeah, many. I remember the day you, you came to America. <laughs> It was the best day. And I remember when mom told me she was pregnant with Asha. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. What is the legacy you would like to leave behind? There was a guy who learned how to smile because I was pushed so hard by my kids and people around me to start smiling. That I was the guy who smiled all the time. This interview with Lisa Gitau and Martin Indungu was recorded at StoryCorps in Fort Myers, a national initiative to record and collect stories of everyday people. This excerpt was selected and produced by me, Amy Tardiff.